I'm a little turkeys and drumsticks. Is that your turkey impression? No, it's eating some Oh, it's our trash house street. Jamie Z. Lucessa. What's up? Uh, nothing. Oh. You weren't expecting so, that uh, answer. No, I was not expecting no, that answer. No, it's my turkey impression. Yeah, making turkey sex Or my Xena warrior princess oh, call. Yeah. That could also be... <laughs> you're, you're, burn, you're not going to have a little thing with the flame. <laughs> or Cobra La. Of which Nemesis Enforcer. Oh. Band we talked about in the last episode mm-hmm. when we were just naming basically every band. Yeah, speaking of like Philly esque bands, Wormbath played last night. Mm. I heard they're amazing. I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see them. Um, I'm kind of a little sick and mm-hmm. I'm old and I was like, I'm probably be asleep mm-hmm. by 11 30. But mm-hmm. I heard they were awesome and I'm hopefully they play one more show so I can see them. Mm-hmm. I, al- I also did not see them. Uh, because I was not in Pennsylvania. Where were you, Lou Sessa? Um, actually, at that point, I probably was back in Pennsylvania. So yesterday, I had to fly to Boston and return. What so, was in Boston? This um, piece of... There's a market uh, with chickens. Oh, no. was it a Boston market? Possibly. Mm. Really quick, I'm sure we all experienced the, ne- the snow uh, yeah. Thursday. Took me something like four hours to get home. I live about 20 miles away. About to open my wrists. Um, everyone was pretty screwed yeah. with that. I actually didn't have any problem. Like, yeah. excuse me. Um, all I did was go. What did I do? Oh, I went to the gym and I went to Dunkin' Donuts and I was yeah. home by like twelve thirty. Oh, so yeah. I did, I missed like all that stuff. Um, but I could tell was they screwed up. Like it was supposed to turn to rain like at yeah. twelve and it never did till about what four or something. Yeah. But, um, it screwed a lot of people. It did, yeah, myself included. The main thing that screwed me up was the other cars getting... Um... It's November 17th, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, November 17th. So this would have been, what, the... F- Whatever, it was a few days ago. A few days ago. <laughs> you all remember the snow. There was a camel or some shit like that on the road, according to... Yeah, so like three 300... Yeah, I was watching cars literally just slip down yeah. inclines and stuff. Not my car. Well, you got a Jeep. We're Jeep. in the Jeep family. Jeeps. I so, got a Wrangler. Yeah, I got a Cherokee Oof. Trailhawk. Yes. And I was like, I'm glad I bought a Jeep. Dealt with that. Then the next day I had to go to Boston. I had to catch an 8 o'clock flight. It means I had to leave like my apartment by something like 5. Uh, and the weather going in was shitty. And I did not yeah, have... Yeah, because it started freezing rain. Like Yeah. yeah. And it started actually accumulating. Yeah. And there was an accident. From that four-hour ordeal, I was a bit low on gas. Um, and did I was going to get some in the morning. I did not. Did not have time to get gas in the morning. So I fly to Boston, nothing exciting on the way, um, do my business. Do anything in the bathroom? Uh, yeah, I put on my tie. Uh, you didn't poop or... No, I did actually, I, I pooped poop. in at least two bathrooms while poop I was there. Pull. No, I just pooped, I didn't have time to pull. You mean pull the toilet paper out? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, no, I didn't, I don't believe in wasting toilet paper. <laughs> I don't hate Mother Earth. Did my business, I'm not going to go into details here, but, um... You've seen Train Spotting, Jamie? Yes, I have. An audience. You know the scene where Spud does a hit of speed to avoid getting the job? Yeah. And he's like just all hyper? Uh, something like that. You anyway, like that? a little bit, yeah. But not, not think, from speed. I was speed. thinking pooping the sheets, actually. No. But. Oh, that's another one. No, when, when he's like, my, your leisure and my pleasure. So I go back. I'm waiting in the airport. Had to deal with fucking shitty fucking Boston traffic. Dickhead. Love the tailgate. 
So here's here's where where we arrive at our story. Okay. So I'm waiting in the airport trying to get something to eat. I'm standing in line at like a a roast beef store. Apparently roast beef is a thing in Boston. Okay. Like there are a lot of roast beef restaurants. Two counters. Okay. Two registers. One register was open, one register was not. I hope this does not disappoint. I, I order my food to get my food. Uh, incidentally, I order a roast beef with Swiss cheese. The the gentleman was um, told me, no, we only have American. I said, fine, American. There was Swiss on my burger. My... Well, okay. That's not the story, though. All right. So I'm waiting around. Great Wendy. Again. Whiner. <laughs> Picture two cash registers. Yes, I have. My guy, the dollar who is working mine, is a bit slow. They open up a second register. Okay. At that moment, there are two, I'm going to call them bitches. Okay. Two fucking bitches. Now, that may seem a little strong, might seem a little misogynist. Wait for it. Okay, we're waiting. The woman at the who opened the register, which would have been the farther register from them, mm. and by farther, I mean a foot at the most, asks them to come down. These two bitches have a pile of salads, like three salads, on the counter. And the one looks at the girl and goes, we can't move down, our hands are full. They were refusing to move a foot down to the other register because their hands were full. Keeping in mind that at some point they had to take these salads, which were sort of in like... Well, not even walk away from the salads were in like you know the, like a drink cooler. Okay. So there's like a cooler. It had like drinks. It had salads. They moved the salads from the cooler to Come the re- the closer register. They refused to move the salads. Okay. The woman asked them to move again. The one bitch demands to see the manager. Okay. Demands to see the manager. So I'm waiting for my food, but I'm watching. Now there is an increasingly long line behind me. Okay. Well, why didn't you just go to the lady that opened up? That's that's what I'm getting at. They were refusing because... I would have been like, okay, I would have just buttoned in front of them. No, no, you're missing that. Like, they had nothing to do with me. I had already... I'm, I was waiting in line for my... I was waiting for my food. This is after me. It was where that these women just refused to okay. move a foot. Okay. To, it's like this. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You don't seem as... Uh... It's disappointing. What? <laughs> not disappointing. They were refusing. They started an argument and they okay. walked away. Did they buy their salad? No. They put them back. They refused. They, did, they left them there. Because they had to walk a little further. Yeah. And they had to pick up their salads. And by again, they had to move them. See that? Yeah. This is what they had to do. I'm literally moving a bottle of water from one side to the other. That is how far they had to move the salads. Okay. I feel like you're not selling the. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> you had to be there. I, I, I'm sure they were. That was sounded ridiculous, but it was. You know what I would have done? What would have been like? Whatever. I got my food. I don't give a shit. It was just the entitlement. You and your flesh eating. The entitlement, and I threw most of that away. So, anyway, so I, I get on the plane. It's delayed. Big surprise. Well, it was shitty. Uh, there was a guy sitting across from me who was acting like a total asshole. I eventually gave him a pass because I discovered that he had been flying for 30 hours straight. Oh, Jesus. So. Understandable. Anyway, so, so I land, get my car. I'm pretty close to being empty. My original plan was to stop at one of the closer like gas stations. There's a Wawa right there. That Wawa has, doesn't have pumps. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Good to know. There's like a, there's a gas station called the Valeria right across from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A closed. Uh, then there's a Sunoco. Closed. Closed. Two other gas stations closed. Yeah, that's stupid though. Right by the airport, you would yeah, think really there'd at least be one open. You know? And I eventually found gas at the Waba and Conchahakan. Uh, at which point my uh, my little get my light was on. I was driving on fumes. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I petered out. I was expecting my my white entitlement story to move about moving salads to be. No, I get you, but I, it's not like surprising. Well, I didn't say it was surprising. I was like, what? They're just people looking to complain. I don't know. I told you how I heard a friend of mine works at a grocery store. Yes. I, we've talked about this, but uh-huh. I, I, thought, I think this is a better story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By far. No, it's kidding. It's just, it's just... So anyway, he was telling me that this lady comes in and she is returning an avocado. Number uh-huh. one, what struck me funny was returning an avocado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who returns a one piece of fruit? You know who does? Fucking assholes. That's yeah. who don't. So anyway... This lady goes, um, this avocado is rotten. I want my money back. And it ruined my son's mm-hmm. breakfast. <laughs> and Matt looks down and it's a like five, six month year old, mm-hmm. month old. And he's like, okay, <laughs> go talk to it. And the, the thing is, Matt's not a cashier either. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you ruined a whole baby's day by not mm-hmm. even that avocado. Mm-hmm. But I, what, the one thing that shocked me, which I did not know went on, is that people return fruit. Oh. Maybe that's just me being, uh, you know, so frugal with my money, just, you know, making it rain. But I think you have to be a total asshole if you're returning fruit. I, th- I think the effort of, of returning fruit outweighs... Who drives back to a grocery store yeah. to be like, this was right. Like, I understand you yeah. buy a bag of, of something that might cost, might cost like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you get home and you're like, oh shit, that's all rotten. I understand that. One piece of fruit, no. I would return fruit if... There was a mouse inside the avocado or something like little, like Stuart Understandable. Little in a fucking summer house in there. No, it's not. Worth or the there's effort. ants or something. Yeah. Even then, I'd probably. No, like, ants, I wouldn't. It had to. <laughs> but that's to say, it's the attitude that these salad bitches had. <laughs> they were refusing to move. It doesn't make so, any sense. No, it doesn't. They're just bitches. You were angry at them. Yeah, it was because it was fucking ridiculous. Maybe to see the look on their faces. They were both like early twenties. I just don't understand why they couldn't move. Like what they was, were refusing because they were they, they were, were trying to get free salad. Like no, I they literally were refused. They didn't want to move down the register, so they were refusing to move. They made, it doesn't have to make sense. That's what they were doing. Yeah, I don't know. Music. <laughs> oh well, we'll talk about that later. We saw one of we saw um, we, I concert. saw a couple of cool concerts. Right. First, I saw Bold and. Played. Please Die was supposed to play, and then they got, they for some reason got off the bill. Mm-hmm. And I saw Lux play, and yeah. I saw oh, what the Chemical Fix, mm. and they were really good. And who else played Breakdown? So anyway, yeah, it was at the Unitarian Church. It was a lot of fun. It was a bunch yeah. of old hardcore kids. It was pretty mm-hmm. awesome because when Bold played, like the two opening bands, you know, it goes a little crazy. The kids start going off and the throwing down in the pit, and then Bold yeah. comes and like. All these old people are like, oh, don't get too close to me. Yeah. And it was pretty funny. Mm. And then... And then... Lou and I... Oh. Saw Garbage version 2.0 tour, which was... Amazing. Amazing. I was actually there to see... Uh, oh, shit, I can't remember. There's some other band that was playing. Yeah, when we got there. I like, it was like, if you want to see Popple, Popple. chickens, <laughs> go upstairs in Garbage. So, yeah, we went and saw Garbage version... 
2.0 tour, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I think 20 years paranoid is what they were calling it. Yeah. And it was amazeball. It seriously was probably the best I've ever seen Garbage yes. play. They were so, like, real fucking relaxed um, and funny and just yeah. having so much fun with their tour. Yeah, that awesome. was like, like Shirley Manson, the first thing she says, she's like, you know, critics have accused me of, uh, of talking too much in my concerts, but fuck them. <laughs> It's like it's like a creepy date where your date won't talk to you. It's yeah. just like, um, yeah, it was great. They were funny. We learned We learned that the song Lick the Pavement is about eating some box, eating, eating some, some pussy puss. going down. Yeah. We learned well, we knew Busy with the Fizzy. We learned that that garbage thinks that Busy with the Fizzy is a song no one's ever heard. Yeah, which we've heard the play before. That's their party song. Yeah, she's like, it doesn't mean anything. They, I would say they played Deadwood, they played 13, they played so many songs, I yeah. think we were the only nerds that knew every, pretty much everything they were playing, but I was like fucking... I would literally just follow them around. I was tempted if I didn't have to work, you know, what day was it? Or, was it a it was Thursday? a Thursday for us, yeah. If I didn't have to work on Friday, I might have thought about going to Atlantic City and seeing uh, them, because they played their next. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Shirley Manson was wearing, like, had a Suzy Sue war paint stripe across yeah. her eyes. Yeah, it was the first I saw her not wear a dress. She had like this oversized. Yeah, it was like a sleeper t-shirt. Yeah, or a sweatshirt. And a sweatshirt and like, <sighs> like fishnets and whatever. But yeah, it did look like she's like, I don't feel like getting dressed tonight. Yeah, but it was literally amazing. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, like I almost shit myself when she, they played Deadwood, and I'm like, yeah. most people don't even know what the song is. Yeah. Um, um, Wicked Ways. Did you have a highlight? The whole fucking the show. The whole show. To yeah, be I'm honest. I liked when she was just, you know what one of the highlights was that just made me laugh, which was stupid, yeah. when she was playing the, the keyboard and she was just like, oh. bleep, 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 yeah. bleep, she like, was just fucking, the, I don't even remember what song it was at yeah, this point. Yeah, she was just fucking with them. She was just fucking with, so she was <laughs> fucking with the keyboard and at the end she like got up and she's like, she, she thanked uh, Duke. Yeah. From, for like her keyboard solo and then she goes, and me for being a Burke. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's so cute. I don't know what that fucking means, but it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, very playful. Had, oh, the best part was um, it, it's for the encore, she's like, we, we want to do one new song. Uh, yeah, and she's like, like, well, she's like, and don't ask for androgyny because it's really hard to play and we don't want to fucking do it. And then it was like three songs before. Well, the thing is, she goes, okay, we're going to ask the crowd what they want to play. And she yeah. did the, what? Well, let's bomb the factory, whatever that song Oh, Parade. Is. She did Parade for like a second. And then yeah. she's like, nah, pick another song. Yeah. So then people, I don't even know what people picked. She's mm -hmm. like, no, too hard. Yeah. No, too hard. How about we play um, Queer? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was funny. Um, it was pretty amazing. It's, it's funny. So there's like a, there's a lot, like Nick Cave did a live album a couple years ago. And at one point he asked like the audience for suggestions and they, they catch out names. He's like, He's like, at one point, you people get to a song in the set list. We actually remember how to play. But it was kind of funny. Yeah, so this show was like, it was insane. It was a lot, a lot of fun. I like really how good. she played I Can't Seem to Make You Mine. I've, I've yeah. never thought I'd heard, hear mm -hmm. her play that. It was a lot of B-sides and yeah. C-sides and all of version 2.0. Like, yeah. I've never... Well, it was all the 2.0 B-sides. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but I've never heard um, Wicked Ways live. Yeah, so yeah. I, And then she, in Wicked Ways, I guess they did... Um, Depeche Mode, Reach Out. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal Jesus. Personal. That was awesome. Yeah, there's another song that I, I can't even remember at this point because it was a couple weeks ago that I was just amazed to hear live. I mean, all of them. Yeah. Actually, probably cool. like Lick the Pavement was one I was like, oh, this that is was great. cool. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they introduced the band and we were Steve's side of the stage, not Duke's side of the stage. 
It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. And then Liz Fair instructed to... And then she's like, and then we had to kill ourselves. <laughs> we had to go... The red light came on and we had to... We're uh, like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> we saw the Red Queen. Um, it was like one of the Cylons. I was, I was like, boomer. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. I feel like a lot of people brought their three-year-olds. One person did. I saw two. I saw actually uh, another one. By the way, two is a lot because there should be none people's bringing their I agree, children. I agree. I've seen that a lot more. A lot of people are bringing their kids. Yeah. I um, can't imagine. Like, how do you? I, I can't go out to dinner with Victor tonight. And, yeah. Like I couldn't. Like he has, doesn't have patience for two yeah. hours. Well, we you com- one of us commented. You commented how long do you think this girl lasts? Yeah. And I was like, not long. I was like, yeah, not long. So we didn't even talk about music. We're like 20 minutes All in. All right. We were going to talk. Well, we did sort of. We talked about concerts. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Jay Mascus, I'll start it. Yeah, let's just, just dive right in. So we know. Jay Mascus looks like kind of demented Santa Claus at this point. Yeah. Dinosaur Jr. And uh, a solo artist in his own right. And he had now come out, I believe. Is this his first solo album? This like is his fourth. Fourth. Oh, okay. Oh, three in an EP. So. Okay. This is uh, Elastic Days off Sub Pop. And in general, it's sort of, um, it's a sort of like, it's slow. It's sort of an acoustic folk set. Um, you can hear like the flourishes of his uh, guitar playing, Dinosaur Jr. But yeah, it's more laid back. It's sort of somewhat optimistic, a bit bittersweet. The songs tend to be about um, relationships drifting apart or drifting together, um, uncertainty. Okay. And, yeah, it's really nice and sweet. It's light, like I said, slow. Which is weird for Jay Maskus. Well, it's different. Which is good, yeah. This album reminded me of reminded me of Filthy Friends and that they're trying to do oh, okay. very similar things. I liked Filthy Friends. This Filthy Friends varied it. Ironically enough, the um, my favorite song off the al- this album was Sometimes, which sounds a lot more like a dinosaur junior, <laughs> um, especially towards the end. And I guess, I mean, I, I don't have a lot to say about it. It's a really good album. It's, re, it's laid back. It's good, like, uh, background music. Cool. As I said, that was the one I didn't listen to. Yeah. That's about it. The the opening song is See You at the Movies, which is sort of about seeing someone in the movie theater and being afraid to approach them, like someone you're in love with and sort of imagining what it's like. The title track, Elastic Days, is sort of just being able to survive and, you know, this, uh, I guess the subtext being... Trump world environment. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Short and sweet. Elastic Days. Jay Mascus. Word. He's straight edge now. Apparently Is he turned he? straight edge like in 15. Good. Like I was like me in an all of October. Mm-hmm. I did sober October. Mm. And did fantastic. I was drinking water. So, but yes. Yeah. Cloud Nothing's had a mm-hmm. new album out. Yeah. Last Building Burning came mm. out October off Car Park Records. I've done a couple, I think Cloud nothing yes. records they're alt rock indie post punk and it's led by uh, Dylan Baldy from Cleveland Ohio and there are four piece four piece um, and it is actually their fifth full length it's eight songs in about a half hour um, I'm always excited to listen to the new Cloud and Nothing's yeah. records and they usually come out of nowhere they're like oh pre-order and uh, we're gonna release this in a month you're like holy shit mm. so anyway I was pretty excited for this so I put it on in my car and at first I thought I put a hardcore band on that I wasn't I'm like this what is this and I'm yeah. like this is the new cloud nothings mm-hmm. so the first song on an edge and straights is like a hard like punk hardcore song feel to it very fast drums guitar but it has that like still cloud nothings feel about it it's hard to explain I'll say a lot about not a lot but I talk yeah. a lot about the cloud mm-hmm. nothing signature 
It's a good song. The next song, Leave Him Now, it's more of like a upbeat, catchy alt sound. It kind of has like a 90s feel grunge to it. Good song. My favorite song off the album is In Shame, and it's kind of grungy, alt rock feel, uh, angst ridden. Um, it almost reminds me of a faster Foo Fighters song, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, like a little harder. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably my favorite song off the album. Offer an End has a classic Cloud Nothing feel to it. Yeah. Dissolution is their 11 minute song. It seems like Cloud Nothing. Every album they'll do like a longer song, like a 10 minute plus song, and this was the, the song. And it's great. It has like a nice little build up. Um, it's harder, grungy alt sound, or sorry, alt song. And there's like a breakdown, two and a half minutes, and it's just kind of like noises, drums, guitar, some piano, and then it kind of starts building up again and again. Like seven minutes, 30 seconds, the drums start getting a little faster, eight minutes, the guitars, and then the vocals start pretty much right at the end of the song at 10 minutes, and it just kind of, it, it, I don't know, it's just a good good song, yeah. great buildup, I, I really enjoy it. One of their last songs, Another Way of Life, is uh, kind of like a fast indie song. It reminds me of something off of their last album, uh, Life Without Sound. Altogether, I fucking love this record. It's really good, and I, I wasn't expecting it to go back to this style when um, Life Without Sound was almost like a mature, mature, like kind of mm -hmm. growing away from that like f fast post-punkish sound. Yeah. But this reminded me a lot of a Attack on Memory. Mm. I really like it. There's not enough stuff I can say good about it. And since I've been following Cloud Nothings, I'd have to say they're, they haven't disappointed me with any mm. of their albums. But So anyway, if you like them, check it out. And if your favorite was Attack on Memory, definitely check this mm -hmm. album out. It's really, really good. I enjoyed this album. I um, did not listen to it too much because it got the boot from something else. Yeah. And that would become apparent shortly. They also, like, a, I read a, a couple reviews, and they were comparing Cloud Nothings to the Wipers, Drive Like Jew. One, I was like, oh, this kind of um, hits the mind. I, I get it. Sunny Day Real Estate a little bit. I was like, oh, okay. And someone put Nirvana in there. I'm like, I can kind of see it. Dissolution kind of reminded me of Drain You a little bit, but if it Drain mm -hmm. You was a lot longer song. But anyway, yeah, it's awesome. I like it. Mm -hmm. Cloud Nothings. And they're going to be playing the U Union Transfer in the beginning of December. Oh. So, yeah, check them out. It's awesome. Here's a question for you. Sure. Could you mention the Foo Fighters? This is a debate I had earlier this week. Okay. Um, incidentally, I would say that Jay Maskus on his album, Elastic Days, they, they almost remind me of early Foo Fighters. Okay. Like, like a little more acoustic version of that. But um, Foo Fighters, do you consider them a 90s band? I do, because they came from the 90s. But yeah, I would consider them a 90s yeah, band. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I... I feel like they did come from the 90s, but I, I kind of equate them Would you more consider they're, they're as much as 90s as Green Day's a 90s band. It comes down to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I see what you're saying, too. They're kind of... Because they still put out good albums. Maybe that's the problem. It's like because they're... Like, Foo Fighters is incredible. They're still... Prominent. Yeah, they're still like a, one of the last great rock bands, yeah. a lot of people say. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think of them that way, but no... That's like garbage. Yeah, well, garbage. That, that was sort of the statement that garbage at one point goes. Who thought of the us come out of the 90s? Yeah, we're the band that, yeah. So I was trying to think of bands that survived the 90s, so to speak. And I was having this conversation, and someone said, well, the Foo Fighters. And I was like, well, I would Foo almost Fighters? consider Foo Fighters like one of the first post punk, or sorry, post grunge. Yeah, so yeah, uh, well, I do, yeah, post punk. <laughs> yeah. No, they're definitely, yeah, they're definitely the biggest post grunge band. Mm -hmm. And they definitely will be put. 
Ironically enough, yeah, and of Dave Grohl being at the forefront of grunge. Yeah. Do you know what Dimmu Borgir means? How, let me see how it's spelled. D-I-M-M-U. Oh, oh. D-O-R-G-I-R. Um, it means hail Satan. No, I mean dumb burgers. Dimmu Borgir, it might as well mean hail Satan. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dimmu Borgir, which is actually Icelandic for dark city. Or Dark Fortress, which is a volcano in Iceland. Oh, okay. The um, one that keeps erupting and causing planes. Possibly, I didn't get that. that far into it. I was like, I don't, I'm not a fucking... I thought you were trying to say something French, and I was trying to... No, it's uh, Icelandic. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's... So, symphonic Black Metal Band out of Oslo, Norway. Tenth album, this is Enochian. Okay. Which is, Enochian is secret angelic language or some bullshit like that. It's all too complicated, and I've pretty much given up trying to figure out these meaning behind these albums. But this one's pretty easy. Dima Borgir is a uh, symphonic black metal band. How long have they been around? Did you recently? I think 93. Okay. Like, I remember listening to, um, I think, Enthroned Triumphant, and like a couple of their early albums, like while we're still working in the comic store, actually. Oh, okay. This is basically a, uh, a prog metal album, for lack of a better word. You don't look and you look like you're like you're a fucking liar. No, I would have um, been like satanic metal. I mean, it's it's, it's very I mean satanic, but I think that's just like it's very metal. That's what I. It's will very say. metal. I mean, yeah, with unlots and everything. <laughs> I do feel like because it's out of like Scandinavia, that's almost a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah. The lead singer, um, I want to say Sa- Shadrick, but I don't think that's right. Sharik, who's the only member, is the guy. He has a very distinct voice. He's like. Eh, and yeah, they are they are uh, evil incarnate, and um, I watched two of the videos. The devil. Yeah, I was like, mm, I my guess is this is satanic black metal. Yeah, yeah. That's I came to that conclusion. Yeah, this album is very nihilistic. No, I I liked it. I uh, thought it was ominous cool. driven. I have evil written <laughs> there as a note. And yeah, overall, I liked it. It was it was um, not as heavy as some albums, and I tend more towards doom metal. Yeah. First province. You do get some of that in Council, Council of Wolves and Snakes. Okay. Which reminded me a bit of Sleep. That, that'd be like their take, take on a Sleep song. I feel they make really good use of the chorus here, especially in songs like The Unveiling, which is my favorite song. Imperium wow. Phoenix. That's like the first song. Um, Aerioatic Correspondence, which is the... Uh, yeah, it's, a lot of it's about dying and like being reborn unto death and evil. And I am sovereign. It's about ruling others as you rule yourself. Interdimensional uh, summit. I think that's what I listened to. Yeah, so that was kind of like it was made mess. Okay. A little bit, but you can see influences here and there. Another one about someone, some lone seer, leaving this world to um. And it's ignorance to seek true wisdom. Write a a passage is like a weird instrumental. All these songs are really good. It's like I said, it's not as heavy as I would like. I like really heavy songs. Yeah, it's like straight up metal to me. I mean, I'm like 80s metal, metal, like 80s British metal. Yeah, and they actually were, like, they cite a lot of Brit metal as their inspiration. It was fun. And yeah, it was fun. Well, no, it's evil. Yeah, I know. Too evil to be fun. Not fun to be evil. And yeah, I don't know what else to say. It was good. I would love to see these guys live and probably get murdered. And they were off of, like, nuclear blast or yes, something? Yes, nuclear blast, yeah. Really kind of lame with these in it. <laughs> uh, I, had a, I had a very hectic and busy week in this 
the trip to Boston yes. uh, killed a lot of things. And I haven't really slept since that. No, that sucks. Anyway. Surfboard. And really, yeah, more, most importantly, I listen to a lot of surfboard. Surfboard. Friendship music. I don't know what, maybe Riot Cell. I'm not sure what record label they're on. <laughs> yeah. Came out October, and they're from Brooklyn, New York. And it's fronted by the ever-so-beautiful Danny Miller. Mm. He's 25 years old. Yeah. And the other dudes in the band are like late 40s, 50s. Uh. They've been a band since 2015. And they are like 80s punk, garage punk. 17 songs, and each song is between one and two and a half minutes, maybe. They're a four-piece, by the way. And it's pretty much straight-up punk, garage punk, yes. and a fuckload of fun. Yes. Do you know what surfboard means? No. Lewis? I don't. It's actually from a Beyonce song. Oh, really? But it's a sexual position. Oh, is it? The surfboard? Is yes. It? Oh, right. it's The dude is, like, in the bathtub. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, not... I don't, you know, since the children listen to them. Yeah. But, you know, it's almost like he's riding a surfboard with a chick. Oh, I was doing that, that? Uh, earlier today. When you're in Boston. Uh, yeah, me and uh, Hooker Orange Kitty. I rented a kitty cat because <laughs> I like to I like to make it his home in the back of a Panera Bread. Oh, and there's also no bass. No, no bass? bassist really Ooh, in this band. Interesting. So, did I mention this album was amazing? Thank it, you, it, Mark Zimmerman, yes. for kind of finding this. Yes. John Doe was just talking about this mm-hmm. band, and so was Blondie. Like, everyone's kind of... It, we'll talk about this later. Let's talk about the album. Mm-hmm. High anxiety. Having an attack. Having an yeah. attack. Guess what it's about? Maybe having anxiety. Yeah. Getting high. I like how there's like a breakdown in the middle of it. I just straight up punk yeah. feel. It, it's awesome. Pretty little fucker. No alcohol. No booze. I can go and get high off of you. I like. I want to talk about this. So this is my favorite song. I oh, love the beginning, fucker. which is the really bizarre Jim Morrison esque like. Hug is the only drug. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I loved it. Fun garage punk. Sunshine's one of my favorite songs. Fuck the government. Yes. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Great song, straight up punk, and then at the like last thirty seconds, she goes like. Fuck the government. Fuck the government. Yeah, Not that it comes out of nowhere. She kind of talks yeah. about the beginning, but it's fuck the government. The best, one of the best songs on the yeah. album. Taken by a video. Probably their most different song is Lesbian, yeah. Lesbian yeah. Love. Fun, catchy as shit. Mm-hmm. Just it's awesome. Trash World, kind of a faster punk about pollution. I'm a trash yeah. guy throwing your filth in the ocean. Um, I really like the song Dope. Dope's pretty cool. I like Dope. Slower. Almost reminds me of a little bit of a Blondie song. Mm-hmm. Burn, straight up punk song. All the humans are gone! And then it gets a little slower for the chorus. I, I really like Hillside Strangler, too. Yeah. It's all about the mm-hmm. Hillside Strangler. Stalker, which is amazing, uh, has a sleazy, creepy vibe about it. And guess what it's about? A stalker. Oh. A selfie. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you remember Selfie. She's like, taking a hundred billion pictures of it. It's pretty yeah. funny. It's fucking great. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, just raw punk in your face. Mm-hmm. Great lyrics, funny lyrics. It's awesome band. If you like good, garagey, straight-up punk, then the surfboard is up your alley. They are fucking amazing they were they were really great uh yeah the lyrics are really clever uh funny like the songs are are good they're catchy occasionally hear influences here and there but really good it reminded me a bit of childbirth only they had a more we'll say diverse palette what's that what's is it white people picnic or whatever they're like we're we're gonna eat white bread and cheese yeah yeah just really funny it's clever and yeah like it's smart 
Um, it amazes me that like the the whole punk community has kind of like they, you just don't hear anything about yeah. it. But I know like she does stuff for Gucci. Like mm. oh, really? oddly enough, like mm. yeah, if you ever seen pictures of surfboard, Danny Miller uglies herself up to the nth degree, like missing a tooth, like growing out her hoo-ha hair where it's yeah. sticking out of her underwear mm. and growing her armpit hair out and just like wearing the most bizarre, awful shit. And like, it's just, it's pretty yeah. awesome. But surfboard, I think it's going to end up being in my top three at the end of the mm. year because it's just mm. insanely fun. Yes. Yeah, Blondie came out and was like, this is like the best punk album I've heard in years. Yeah. John Doe said, he's like, it totally works. It's back in the day when punk, you just repeat the same thing yeah. over and over again. And uh-huh. for so, like, somehow this just works for them. And then, yeah. But yeah, they're they're really really good. And I've, yeah, we've been waiting like since podcast too. I feel like to talk, <laughs> about, talk about this one forever, like all year. Well, it finally came out. There was like yeah. singles and stuff. Well, but didn't they have that split with the dwarves? They did, but that just came out maybe a month before uh, that. Yeah. So like there was stuff online and videos. Yeah. And if you want to check, if you this sounds interesting enough to you, check out their videos. You'll be like, what the yeah. fuck am I watching? It's like Weird. watching Starcrawler, like yeah. Starcrawler, Surfboard, like all these bands mm-hmm. are. Oh, uh, pretty amazing. Starcrawler had a new single out yes called Hollywood Ending did you listen to it I started to and I listened, went back to listening to Surfboard I did listen to that uh, the War on Women acoustic uh, live how from did you the I have not li- I have it I it's didn't listen to on, it uh, I liked it I, I gotta go back and actually listen to it like I gave it one I was like mm-hmm. oh it's nice War on Women they're fantastic yeah. lot, um, it seems like all the women have been kicking asses yeah here. totally I listened to a new Super Unison too yeah how was that um I like it it's a little I was expecting something else, and it was a, a little more softer, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really expecting that or whatever. It's I almost want to say a little underwhelming, but uh, I'd have to almost go back and listen to it again because you know once you have a certain thought in your head and you don't get that, you're kind of like eh. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back and listen to it again. I'm trying to think what else uh, I did listen like listen to gave Clutch a listen. Yeah. It came out like in May. Uh, like it. It was very. It reminded me a lot of Sabbath actually. Mm-hmm. Like Sabbath Clutch. I got to go back and listen to it. New Spiritual oh. Cramp just came oh, out. Oh, nice. I reviewed their 7-inch not too long ago, or along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. Kind of that clash, like dark wave uh, going on, but it's pretty good. Yeah. I read a book. Oh, what? I read books. I heard yeah. words. I read the PMA book by John Joseph, the lead singer of the Cro-Mags. Pretty much a self-help book. Self-help yeah. book. And it was good. If you kind of want to change your life to a point, like there's things, like I, I'm not... I couldn't see myself ever going vegan whatsoever. Not no. that he, he says plant-based because kind of vegan has a stigmatism to it. Yeah. But he has a lot of good life lessons on it. Like it's, it's worth a, it's mm-hmm. worth a look if you're looking for some like positive mood. I just needed some motivation. I kind of got in a rut the last couple of weeks where I kind of needed something. Yeah. To help something me to jumpstart you. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was bored with my workouts. I was kind of feeling depressed because mm-hmm. I wasn't, my foot was still not healed and stuff. And mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's good. It, it gives you some good ideas and sets you on the right path for making some life choices or just changing some yeah. stuff up, you know? That's good. I dugs it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, watched a movie. What'd you watch? Well, as I promised in my New Year's resolutions, I was going to rewatch the prequel trilogy. Mm. And as I said in last I'm going to get podcast, another beer on this. I uh, watched... Phantom Menace. Gave it another watch. Probably haven't watched it for 10 years. I haven't watched it since it came out. I think I watched it once before, so we'll uh, we'll discuss when Jamie gets back. 
Meanwhile, my my story about the bitches in Boston was really good. Um, Jamie didn't appreciate it, but no, trust me. Maybe maybe if I was a better storyteller, maybe if I I threw in some celebrities. What if those bitches were my sisters? You, then your sisters are bitches. <laughs> I, I guess it also helps that you couldn't really... It was a very narrow queue, and you couldn't really... No, I understand what you're saying. I'm sure that was really fucking annoying. But. It was ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Yes. This is a movie came out in 01. 99? I thought it was 99. It might have been 99. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it was 99. Yeah, it was before I was dating Mark. And you know what? Schooled you. Everyone fucking loved it when it came out. And really? Then the Phantom Menace. It, people liked it, and then they pretended very shortly thereafter that they didn't. I was. I thought it was all right. It was okay, but it made like four hundred million. Like it made big money for the time, and I just read the number of people who saw it multiple times and were later like, "This movie fucking agreed, sucks." Agreed. Agreed. Well, we Stanley does. Yeah. A Coke. Phantom Menace. Yes. Um, Coke and Doing a blow. Phantom Menace. So I rewatched it. It's passable. Okay. I think the major sticking point for a lot of people is Jar Jar Binks. Uh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Yeah, still pretty bad. Yeah. Can't I, get around that. Jar Jar like didn't ruin it for. I, I thought Phantom Menace was kind of. This is going back, eighteen, nineteen years. Yeah. It was okay, but I didn't think Jar Jar was the worst part of it. I wouldn't say Jar Jar was good by any sense. I, there was one it part. It didn't help matters. I'll, I'll tell you who was worse. The Metaclorians. The worst part. That was dumb, but it wasn't worse. That kid they picked, like little mannequin Skywalker, as they called him. Yeah. Like Jake Lloyd is was such a poor choice. Um, and that race was really long. The race was good, so that, I want to talk about that. So here are the, the highlights. Okay. The Jedi stuff with Darth Maul. Yeah. It was a highlight. It's a bit overblown. It's still good. It's not quite as good as you remember it. Mainly, you can watch the, the video for Duel of Fates, which was the song that they play, and just watch the fighting, and it's, you know, you get the effect. But he's such a small part of it. He's like sort of like the Boba Fett of his day. I love Darth Maul. I do, yeah, but he's some, I'm just saying he's someone who grew much more prominent in the the after movie oh. stuff. Now, Darth Maul's a much better character. Yeah. Hot take. Boba Fett's fucking stupid, and you people are stupid for liking Boba Fett because he's a dum dum, and he got eaten by a giant vagina in the <laughs> desert. Um, well, I know some people are gonna be mad at you. Yeah, well, they're wrong. My yeah. favorite bounty hunter is Boosh. So, oh, I like um, I like Forlom and Zuckus. Yeah, you you like the Mighty Boosh. Mm-hmm. He's a he's an alligator guy. That was the name of a. No, there's Bosk. Yes, but by that was the. Uh, there's a band we reviewed earlier. Yes. Anyway, so we're getting distracted. The as a set piece, the the pod race. Yeah. Is is good. I think this this the setup to get you there it probably could be cut mainly because it's very uh, Jake Lloyd heavy. The line "Are you an angel?" still hits. So when he first sees. Um, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. He asks if she's an angel, and it sounds like the sleaziest, most horrible pickup line ever. Natalie Portman is an angel. <laughs> anyway. She's pretty awesome. She's, she is, but that's what we're talking about. She's she's okay in this movie. Yeah. Low lights. The big one is that CGI looks very fake. A lot um, of that time looks like, even if you watch Attack of the Clones. But yeah. I've... But you can see boundaries where, like, literally, you can very much see where the characters were inserted. Was it like Alien 3 bad CGI? That's pretty bad CGI. Um, it was probably worse because it's so much... It's like everywhere. It's mm. most of the movie. Remember, George Lucas was a man who thought you could just 
wanted to do 100% CGI movies yeah. with like mocap and all that. So that, you know, it's very distracting. And they would later do it better with Gollum and Lord of the Rings, even though I'm sure that looks a bit dated. I can watch that next year. Jar Jar Binks, still annoying, but not not like prohibitively so. Like you can kind of ignore that. Um, the, uh, you know, the obvious racism of uh, don't touch my microphone with your <laughs> snotty snarfs. The, the Nemoidians being basically really bad Asians. But they're really like, I, I ain't going to do the accent because that would be super racist. So did like you they watch were. all the prequels yet? No, I just watched the one. So okay. I'm talking about the one. I thought you were watching all the prequels. Yeah, but one at a time. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. There's nine movies, or three movies. Yeah. No, just the plan. I went to devote my full attention to Phantom Menace. Okay. Qui-Gon Jinn, not that good. There's a lot of lame. It's, there's a lot of stuff you have to, you can kind of forgive when you realize in the end it really is a baby movie for babies. At least in Lucas's mind. So that forgives a lot. You do have to kind of remind yourself that. Well, it is a movie. Mm. The whole thing is for children. Um, yeah, but but that's where a lot of adults like, didn't realize that. Like babies. Like baby books. Baby books, books are for babies. Ugh. So yeah, that's about it. It's not as bad. It's very. It's a very mediocre movie. There's some good parts. Like the end scene with the, like all the shit with like blowing up the shield generator. I don't remember it. I barely remember it. I just saw it like two days ago. <laughs> it, they essentially have to destroy like the, the control ship because the droids are all controlled by a central ship. Mm-hmm. And Jake Lloyd, I mean, Anakin Skywalker somehow does that and they're midichlorians and shit. And aside from that, it's just bad acting. It's um, it's very ham-fisted. That's all that stuff that's happening concurrently with um, Darth the Darth Maul, Maul duel. Did you see Solo? I did not see Solo. All right, that's all I I'm wanted to see it, to be honest. You should see Solo. Yeah. I think, is it on? came out on Blu-ray. And, okay. Uh, I don't know if like they're bringing all that stuff to Netflix I anymore. think uh, New Coen Brothers came out. It did. Did you see it yet? Or? I No, I just put it on my, uh, I just put it on to watch it. Is that going to Netflix then? It's on Netflix, yeah. Right now? I okay. think it's in release. Theaters, yeah. It's as of today. As oh, of okay, cool. Yesterday. It does not deserve the vitriol that it got in later years, although I think... It's turning around again, and people have invented this fiction that George Lucas had this grand plan with mythological storytelling, and there's like a special order you're supposed to watch the fucking movies in. And, That's stupid. And it is interesting just to see, you know, it's going to be more so in the second two movies, that, you know, that Darth Vader is basically the main character, and how he starts out and where he ends up. That you're watching someone who, you know, just kills people for fun. They killed younglings. <laughs> so next movie, younglings. So that's it. That's it for me. Uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, I can't think I was reading books. Yeah. Oh, I received my unknown bacterium, so I have to figure out what it is oh. in my microbiology class. Is, that what, is it culturing in your lungs right now? <laughs> it sounds it, doesn't it? Yeah. Now we have to do blood auger and uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of different augers, yeah. and then we had to do all this uh, other stuff. But I think yeah. I have E. coli. Oh. It's gram negative. You get to rub it on a cucumber and eat it and see if you get. The well, trip. it's not Protus because it doesn't swarm, and it's not uh, Pseudomonas because it doesn't smell like grapes. Uh. It just smells pretty foul. So I'm like, yeah. And we've only had three gram mm-hmm. negatives, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm. It's E. coli, so that that will teach you something, kids. Yeah. A micro. It's actually yeah. pretty interesting. Yes. Did that tell you about the new tattoo I want? No. Bacteriophage. Oh, that'd be cool. Pretty cool, huh? I think it's pretty neat. Yeah. I got. Have to text, not text, uh, message my tattoo artist. Integrity yeah. Tattoo. They're mm. awesome. 
But I think bacteriophage would be pretty sweet. It would be, yes. Yeah. Sweet. If you're looking for a cool uh, ho- uh, holiday tattoo. Yeah. A bacteriophage. Oh, oh, bacteriophage with a little Santa hand on it. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be clever. Did you, you see a right? real like picture? They took a picture of a bacteriophage, and it's like the creepiest fucking thing. No, it looks like think... a tarantula, like a high-headed oh, really? tar- tarantula. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. If you don't know what that is, Google it. I can't explain it. Yeah. It's too much... Science stuff you guys wouldn't understand. Science! Like Beast Boy. Oh, so I bought um, these <laughs> Victor Boxers and they were Teen Titans. And yeah. one of them says, it's all waffles. And it says, oh, waffles, 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 waffles. It's pretty yeah. cool. Aww. Pretty cool. So yeah. what you doing for Turkey Day? I don't know yet. I think we're doing something with the fam, but I haven't asked. And I'm too lazy. That's Probably cool. just playing video games, sobbing uncontrollably. I wish. I wish too. I'd rather do that than... Uh, but yeah, nothing too exciting for me. It's fucking this week, yeah. which means you'll be listening to this after this podcast comes out. We'll see. So I was down in the dump with my foot. I've been dealing with plantar fasciitis, which if mm-hmm. you don't know is like heel problems. And a lot of it's with like a real tight calf. But since I was compensating walking weird, I'd screwed up other muscles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I haven't been able to run for like six weeks. Mm. So I, as I said, I, I didn't drink all of October and it kind of like, and I, it was great. I felt fine. I didn't care and actually lost like 10 pounds, but I couldn't run. So mm-hmm. it was somewhat depressing. So I ended up doing a race November 4th, beer and bagel. Yeah. And I did drink like November 1st. I had like three beers and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I ended up getting second in my age group and I really didn't run at all. And I cr- like, I got a minute off my time last oh, year awesome. which is actually pretty amazing for not mm-hmm. running since like uh mid-september i was gonna do this nine mile turkey run in uh french creek park or whatever state park yeah and it just wasn't healing up i'm like i should just kind of heal it up and let it rest so i went for my first real run today i did mount joy mm-hmm. in valley forge park and it felt fine so i think i'm going to do the nine mile awesome. race awesome that's good yeah. and i signed up for the spartan super in palmerton mm. which is like six Five to eight miles. Yeah. So, yeah, getting the running in. How are you doing when you're running? I did not exercise at all today. This would be the first time probably since April, and in April I had pneumonia, <laughs> that I did not break 7,000 steps in a day, let alone 10. 17,000. I always go for at least 10. Yet I got in late, woke up the same time somehow, and have sort of been playing catch up all day. I guess that's a wrap then. That's so a wrap. So, this is a. A pre-Thanksgiving episode? Yeah, yeah. A bit, uh... We're gonna, we'll tr- maybe try to get one out, uh, record an episode before December. Yeah. If not, maybe the first weekend of yeah, December because it'll something. be, what, our three-year anniversary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Word. Words to the bird. Yeah. So enjoy your turkey. Yep, enjoy your... your or your uh, veggie turkey. Your tofurkey. Yeah. If you're one of our international listeners, yeah. enjoy just having a yeah. being Thursday and going to work. Yeah, enjoy the day. Enjoy the day. Awesome. That was such a letdown. Uh, well, this whole the podcast <laughs> was a bit of a letdown, to be honest. Word. Um, yeah, like your, your story. Yeah, my story is awesome. All right, everyone. Bye.